0: Hey there, it's Chad and Christy. Welcome to another edition of our Dishing in the D podcast. All things Metro Detroit and Trans Siberian Orchestra is coming two shows on December the twenty eighth at Little Caesars Arena. Lucky enough to catch up during this busy time with the drummer from Trans Siberian Orchestra, Jeff Plate. Welcome to our podcast. Good morning, man. We got we want to cover a lot of ground uh, in talking to you this morning, Jeff, because we are both huge TSO fans. I think the cool. thing that is staggering the most is that this is your 21st year on tour. It seems like yesterday we were introduced to Christmas Eve Sarajevo.
1: It seems like yesterday I was on stage in Philadelphia in 1999 when we did our first show. And it's and it's funny, I remember that show probably better than shows I did last year. But it's uh, to your point, it's really remarkable that this thing has become what it's become. And 21 years later, it is still getting bigger every year. So... A true testament to the, to the music and the story and the, uh, the overall uh, feeling, you know, that Paul O'Neill brought to this music and in this, and this project. So people have latched onto to this, and it has grown ever since.
2: You know, and you make a great point, because it is great music, but there is that story there. And people do connect when you have a story to tell, and that curiosity factor of where the story came from and where the story's going.
1: Yeah, Christmas Eve and Other Stories was, when the album was released, well, first of all, Christmas Eve, Serial 1224, uh, was a hit song, and that literally came out of left field for us. We were in the band Sabotage when that song was released and became a hit. Uh, Paul then formed the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, but but the first record that we released, Christmas Eve and Other Stories, Paul's story and his lyrics and these songs just connected with so many people on so many different levels that's the reason we performed that tour for 12 years straight and you know here it is here it is again eight years later the the music the story the lyrics everything is still as strong and as, as important but now the production the staging everything that we've developed over the years has just progressed so much over the past eight years or so it's it's going to be great to bring the story back out with the with the new production and the new show.
0: And you know what I think is great is when you listen to, with our generation, when you think of Christmas music, I mean, I remember my parents putting on, you know, the Bing Crosbys and the Frank Sinatras and Nat King Coles and all of that classic stuff yep. that we still love uh, and still, you know, rings true. But then boom, here comes Trans-Siberian Orchestra and that you can segue from White Christmas into Christmas Eve Sarajevo mm-hmm. right back to the Christmas song. Yeah. And it just goes together so seamless and you would never have thought in a million years that would happen uh, that that we would, you know, to a, to a new generation, now to our kids, all they're ever mm-hmm. going to know when it comes to Christmas music is that yours is a part of it.
2: Yeah, well, I started out as a rock DJ many, many moons ago, And it's so funny because when one of your songs comes on, our daughter will say, okay, quiet, crank it up, here's Mom's song.
1: (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Merry Christmas.
0: Exactly. Now, there's one specific part of that song, and I don't want to just focus on that song because your catalog is amazing, and I do want to talk about a couple of others. But obviously with Christmas Eve Sarajevo and you being the drummer, and I'm a drummer, uh, you appreciate those riffs, those fills, you know, those things that, as a drummer, you're like. Uh, and we all think, of course, of in the air tonight as being the, the the best ever. But I mean, was Christmas Eve Sarajevo when those drums kick in the don't don't? I mean, it, 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 where, where was that in the process of putting that song together? Did you say, hey, listen, I've got this drum riff, you've got to hear it, mm-hmm. or did that come middle later? How did that all work out together?
1: Paul O'Neill was working on this song. He was working on this with uh, his uh, uh, co-writer and producer, Bob Kinkle. uh, Also John Oliva from Sabotage. They had the basis of that song uh, pretty well mapped out by the time it it came to me. So their focus was mainly, we want the melody to stand out. The drums are tribal. The drums are really powerful, but we're going to kind of tuck them in the back a little bit. So they were They were clever enough to to put this you know this heavy metal tribal drum track in there, but also make it so it wasn't overpowering the song um, here again, you know it's just one of those things when you start playing that song and I'm sitting there on the drum stool looking at the people in the audience, their heads start bobbing, they get a mm-hmm. smile on their face, and it is it's infectious so that The music and the groove, the whole thing is a total package. Just really, really gets to people, and and it's awesome. It is the song that has driven this whole project for all these years. And uh, hey, you know, it's uh, at the time that we were putting it together, you know, some of us were scratching our heads, wondering, you know, (laughs) what is Paul? What's Paul thinking here? Mm -hmm. Right. And all these years later, it's like he was genius. It's like my God, who who ever would have thought that this would that one song would do this? But uh, here, here we are, 21 years later, and uh, like I said, it's still getting bigger every year.
0: And then you switch gears to something like Christmas Canon, where you have, you know, the beautiful voices of the children's choir at the beginning. And by the way, if you need a children's choir, when you guys come to Detroit, we happen to have the Detroit Youth Choir that's going to, I think, win America's Got Talent. We might be able to connect you.
1: Wow. Yeah, we'll take a phone call. We'll see what we
0: can do. Uh, do you have a particular favorite? And I know that this is hard to ask, like any parent. You know, who's your favorite kid? Um, but but when you guys are performing in concert, is there a particular song of yours that touches you in a in a unique way?
1: Well, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, really is that song because it just affects the entire arena. You know, you just feel the energy amp right up, and we play the song. In the in the story context of the show we also play the song as our reprise not to give any secrets away but you've probably seen us before mm-hmm. um, your audience I mean but it's it's every time we get into that song the audience just lights up so you know every year we, we bring in something new to the set list and last year we did a song called tracers with some unbelievably over the top production uh, lighting cranes things moving all over the arena and that was just a thrill to perform every night because, you know, I'm watching the show too. So for me, I've got a very good seat to just sit there and kind of see what's going on and watch the people react. Right. But, you know, honestly, every song is really, really very important to the show, and, and they all have a real impact.
0: And it's a spectacle. I mean, you mentioned that there's something going on all the time for those people that haven't seen a Trans Siberian Orchestra show. It needs an arena. I mean, you you really have to have that big space because you fill the space.
1: We don't only fill the stage; we fill the whole room. I mean, from yeah. to back, and that was, you know, that was something that Paul, in his uh, in his brilliant insanity, you know, every year he would drive our our management team and production staff crazy because he just wanted more and more and more. And eventually, we got just about as much as we can put into an arena and move from city to city. But he, he just imagined back in the day of having production on the stage, production at the back of the arena. He wanted every seat in the house to be a great seat for the show. And the man achieved it.
2: If you are not driving management crazy, you're not doing your job.
1: <laughs> I guess that's that was his point. Yep. <laughs>
2: Something else that's amazing that you all do and have done uh, throughout the years is that made it a point that you donate money to charity with every show. That is so fantastic. And and what I love is that when you go into a market, you partner. With local charities, so you really impact the communities that you're visiting.
1: Yep, yep. This was something that Paul insisted on from the from the very first ticket we sold, and uh, to date, we've we've donated over 16 million dollars to charity.
0: Wow.
1: And and to your point, yes, when we come to to anybody's city, you know, it is really important to hook up with a with an organization that's going to put the money in the right place, and we do our research and we make sure. You know, everything is, everything is, we're all on the same page when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, Paul had a real interesting way of looking at things. And he knew that that time of year was really festive and great for a lot of people. But for a lot of people, it's not. Right. And and for us to do this, it really is a small token of our appreciation. But, but also, too, just to help some people get through a tough time. And, hey, you know, sometimes that's all it takes is just a little bit of help and uh Somebody can get back on their feet and maybe get their life back in order, just just to put a smile on their face. But, right. you know, it, it's something that we feel very good about.
0: We actually had American Idol auditions here this week in Detroit, and I think one of my favorite quotes was uh, a gentleman who did not make it through to the next round, but he was quoted as saying that the reason why he enjoyed the audition experience is because he was around others who believe in the power of what music can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here, here. You know, it's the one thing that brings us all together, for sure.
1: Absolutely. No matter what your, your race, your religion, your, you know, anything, it's music just connects to everybody. And that is uh, and that is very true. If you go to a TSO show, you're going to see children, grandparents, everybody in between, metalheads, uh, contemporary folks. You know, it's yeah. just every every genre is covered musically on the stage, and it really covers everything in the audience, too.
0: Trans-Siberian Orchestra, two shows, December 28th at Little Caesars Arena. Jeff Plate, the drummer. Thank you so much for for getting up early and being with us this morning. We'll definitely be at the show, and we'd love to say hello. Great. Thank you very much. Take Take care. care. Bye-bye.